Welcome back, everybody. Ooh, ah, ah, ah. The Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the the uh, chicken sausage experience. Mm-hmm. Chicken, chicken beef. Chicken wait, beef. Wait, no. ham beef. Beef ham. The beef ham experience. The beef ham experience. Yeah. Give me some. Uh. How's everybody doing? Good, good, good. Good. Yeah. Oh, man. Studio audience, it sounds incredible. You guys sound great out there tonight. Woo! Woo! We love you, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Justice. Hey, Justice. hey, shut up now. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Justice on the stage, too. Does anybody have any questions <laughs> for Justice? Danny, um, so, <laughs> I'm sorry. I was wondering if that was a little too accurate. <laughs> I don't know what overcame me. I got uh, too many split personalities. Dude, imagine like we're sitting on stage. That would be such BS if mm-hmm. we went on stage and someone was asking like, everybody was asking me questions like <laughs> fangirly. And then one dude comes up and he's like, hey, Justice, <laughs> how you doing today? Good. Good. How you doing, brother? I'd be like, oh, yeah, you getting murdered tonight, Jay Gill. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, it's Danny Norton. I'd be like, ha, ha, hey, dump uh-huh. on. See you later. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Catch you. <ya. laughs> <laughs> uh, man, gets their snap, leaves them on open. Bro, I'd be the Dude, worst. Man. I would be the worst rock star ever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would just not music-wise, but like fan interaction-wise. What you're talking about? Female fan interaction. Yeah, yeah. The dudes, they'd be like, "Oh, I love your music." I'm like, bro, dude, thank you, bro. I appreciate. I really appreciate you. Oh my god, you're so hot. Cool, man. Yeah, That's cool. Thanks. Yeah. Do you like my music? Like, like, do you like our music? They like throwing their their um, personal items on stage. You could say panties. You're no, that was, no, just personal. <laughs> oh, even worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you're just like, okay. This is this is kind of wasteful. You could donate this. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be the, the guy that just... I'd just start pitching water bottles out. Because <laughs> 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 it does so much. Just like a full blast. <laughs> <laughs> Dodgeball. <laughs> Bro, Brittany got nailed at the ACG concert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and like all the girls who like, post like uh htg cons or something like yeah they us all have like these massive dents in their foreheads <laughs> it's all for me not fair britney got <laughs> nailed in the head i didn't get hit in the head with a water bottle this time uh, like, just hit me with the water bottle i'm like no just nah i just i just have to stop yeah it's not funny anymore because yeah. you want it to happen yeah throw swords at them mm-hmm. uh, that is true like they'd be like Girls all coming up and like, <laughs> so nervous. Like one dude would just come up and we'd just be like flirting hardcore back and forth, just making the whole room like just get angsty. With the we're flirting with the dude. Yeah, like the okay. dude fan. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, saying that sus stuff and I'm just like going firing it right back at him. Yeah, yeah. And like there's other girls in line who are waiting to ask their questions. You just like, okay, when's this gonna end? <laughs> like, we're all waiting in line. When are you guys gonna let us get it? We're waiting <laughs> Uh, I could I could totally see that happening. I don't know why, but that would be so funny. 
we're just like we're like talking with like we're having like a, even not even just like a sus situation we're having mm-hmm. a genuinely nice kind he's like it's like justice you know you wrote that the guitar lick and uh-huh. you, you had the lyrics in the backup what what did you what was your motivation behind saying you know she was so fine but there's something along the lines of i can't be with her anymore like what motivates you to say that and you're like having a genuine combo mm-hmm. and some chick in the back is like oh my god i love you <laughs> i'm like yo know, can you can you can you stop it's like hey Shut up now. Okay. Hey. <laughs> hey. Yeah. You get, get her out of here. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it. Just like point. That'd be so like, <laughs> that'd be so like, I don't know. I, I, I can't say the word for it. But like a girl screams and you just like, you just point at her and like security just rushes and like just takes her out. <laughs> that'd be so bad butt, bro. Like how the president does. Yeah. And you think that it's gonna be like you're pointing at her to bring her like backstage for nah. like, for uh, you no know, for other reasons, but then like she's gone. She's just like gone. She's gone. Yeah, I can't have any of that. That'd be so funny, bro. Might as well call me Mister No Nonsense. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what that's a reference to. Kim Peel. Really? It's the you know the substitute teacher one, the A A Ron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's another one where Key or uh, P Keegan Michael Key Jordan Peel. He uh-huh. does it. He's like. They call me Mr. Nonstrom, but you might as well call me Mr. No Nonsense. And huh. he like he's acting all serious, and he bends over. He's in a, like a um, inner city school. Yeah, and they're all like, "Oh wow, this is serious." And he bends over and rips his pants, and they start clowning him. Oh man! And so and he leaves. He like gets himself and just walks out. It's so funny. Bro, I've seen a lot of Key and Peele, but I've never seen that one. Yeah, it's, it's a low. It's a less popular one. Okay. Yeah, there was a, there were other ones that you were like throwing at me to watch. That I still haven't like seen. We watched the um, the Obama one, right? Yeah. <laughs> the Democrats or Republicans were freaking out. Yeah, yeah, that one was so funny, bro. Just peels Obama is just like <laughs> <laughs> it's just like embodies everybody's Obama impersonation. Like somehow everyone who tries to do the uh, voice, like yeah. he just impersonates all of them. Mm. So funny. Can't peel are goaded, bro. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, See, I don't think we could ever give like a lecture to anybody without just like fudging it up like intentionally. Okay, so what do you mean by <laughs> like, like, like we like are like hired to give a speech somewhere, mm. or like we have a moderator asking us questions for like an audience? I, I don't think we could handle the the seriousness and the weight of that situation. Oh, yeah, we would just, especially if it's both of us together. If it's just you answering questions, I'm sure you can handle it. If it's just me, I, w- I would handle it to some degree, but. Mm-hmm. If we're both in the same space and then we're in a setting like that, there's no way it's not going like south, like yeah, real quick, real <laughs> fast. There's too many opportunities for humor in that situation, bro. Just we let's say we do whatever it is, we go on stage and we mm-hmm. get asked questions. After like the fifth or sixth show, we're just getting asked the same question, like, well, "What's your motivation behind th- saying that?" Like, oh my freaking god, dude, yeah. You ask me the same question. Aww. <laughs> 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 
Hey, shout out to the two girls that responded to Justin's story that decided to say both say ah. Uh. <laughs> Exposed. Send them over, baby. Long story short, they slid up on his story and they added me. Brittany, you're so fine. Hey, <sighs> it's too late now. Mm. You've been exposed. <laughs> Justin, <laughs> you've been exposed. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Did you not want me to say that? No, I just thought it was hilarious because I did not expect it. Can you? At all. Okay, cool. So you're not like... You're not like angry that I did that. No. Are you mad that I did that? No, no bro. I, no, bro. I'm not mad. I just didn't. <laughs> furiously typing us. The reason I asked because I don't. I actually didn't know what girls said that. So. Yeah. Do they listen to this? I don't know. I don't think to, so. We're about to find out. Yeah. Even if they do, I mean, it, you didn't really say anything like damaging. They just both said the same thing somehow, even though there's both separate people ah, and it was both with two w or three w's mm-hmm. and i was like how did they know to like say the exact same thing to like the story with my dogs because it's two of my dogs birthday today so oh yeah backstory justice had two girls slide up say the same thing with the three w's you're saying yeah three uh, w's. and we were just clowning that how original they were yeah extremely happy birthday to your dogs by the way what are their names uh maddox and briggs that is exactly what i would expect <laughs> Uh, it's Maddox Briggs and then Soldier is a white German Shepherd. But God, yeah, such, such, such Soldier is cool, but Soldier's cool. Maddox and Briggs is so sick. Mm-hmm. Bad names for like really really sweet dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every time I come home, they like are jumping up, thinking I have a treat in my hand, and like trying to lick me. And I'm like, and they shed really bad. So when they come up, then they just like leave their hair everywhere. I'm Dang. like, bruh, back up a bit. But I love them, bro. Yeah, I love them. I think I did say about the dream I had about you. I no. like I came over and visited your house. Did you dream that I was cheating on you? That's yes. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I had a dream that um, I had a dream that I came over and you had like four pit bulls, <laughs> but they were just the nicest things. They were all sitting out in front, but they're just the nicest things ever. Yep. And I was like, it makes sense. I'm like. I'm like, that's cool. He's got four pit bulls. Yeah. I, I've never seen your dogs until your story today. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wonder what his dogs are. And then I had that dream. I yeah. was like, oh, dude, sick. <laughs> four pit bulls. <laughs> <laughs> that's so original. <laughs> that would be so funny. He just, then he pulls it to my, my spot and there's just a squad of pit bulls waiting for him. <laughs> He's like, okay. I'd be into that. I'd get after them. Come and on. The beamer and everything. is like, okay, maybe I should like... <laughs> You know, dip real quick. Oh yeah, dude. oh yeah. Sorry, my bad. I'd be nervous. Yeah, a, little, a little nervous. But. I, I go give him a kiss, and they start biting me. I'd be like, <laughs> whatever. Did you try giving him a kiss? They just bite your mouth off. You're just like, okay. Wow. <clears throat> this isn't how they were advertised, but this is not what I was expecting. You're just like, oh. But your voice is weird because your lips are gone. Oh. Three W's. Aww. Whenever girls give me that stupid sad face. I was just thinking about this one this one 
uh, oh. like face this one face girls make when they're like sad. They make like the little the little yeah. You, the I'm little, just like I'm just like they try to do the dog. Oh, I'm like oh. It's so so funny the way you said it. <laughs> when all those girls make that sad face. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, I don't know. Does that work on people? Mm. Like. Well, girls or people being sad. Like, if a dude tried to fake sad with a girl, that wouldn't do anything. But, like, let's say the girl tries to fake sad with you. Like, which is like, mm, like that disappointed, mm-hmm. s- pouty face. Does that work? How effective is that? Dude, I don't know. I haven't been in a relationship in, like, three years. Yeah. It probably worked back then. Uh-huh. Let me, let me see. No, no. I always just thought it was just stupid. I was like, that's just, that's. You're trying so hard to make mm-hmm. me mad right now. Yeah. Make me pity. Yeah. Pity that, you. Yeah, that would make me, well, it's it's been a long, long time. But that would make me, and with like interactions either with like female friends or like other other situations, like that would just make me frustrated. I'd be like, is this supposed to be cute? Because mm-hmm. it's not. And like normally it's a response to you say no to something. And then if I see that face, then that just makes me put my foot down even more. I'm like, nah, mm. Nah, just, yeah. just no. Don't try to manipulate. Yeah, me with that stupid. Yeah, because that doesn't. That's not. I'm sure it works on some dudes. Some dudes are like, no, don't, don't pout, don't get sad. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's brutal. But I've never simped in my life, bro. And I'm not gonna start. <laughs> I'm not gonna start now. No, that's just that's not something that. No. That makes me uh, react. Pretty much at all, except with frustration. Mm. Other, yeah. Yeah, frustration for sure. Yeah. And there's a the along the lines of like questioning girls, like in a solid way. Too. Uh, so, I assume you're referencing the two questions we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, I really was trying to lead into that naturally, but I just nah. couldn't think of anything possible. It doesn't matter. Me and Danny, <laughs> we don't need natural lead-ins. That's, that was the most master girl thing ever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Isn't that with the rock? Oh, he said that. Yeah, yeah let's throw it back. Um, regardless, so me and Danny had two really interesting questions. We were we were kind of um, what's the term? Contemplating. Contemplating. That's exactly the word I was thinking for. Um, that we would ask girls, and that we have asked girls, and they're like really, really interesting, and we're interested in the responses because we think the responses will tell us so much about the type of person that the, the female is. Mm-hmm. And this can be, I think both of them can be said to a male too, but we were talking specifically through the lens of a female because that's how we tested them. Um, so Danny, do you want to share what the questions were? I don't remember the second one that you came <laughs> up with, but the first one was, is let's, this is ma- mainly for like best friends, uh-huh. right? So Justice can ask this to a girl and I can ask this to a girl that Justice talks to uh-huh. and I talk to. Um, it's what makes you so special. <laughs> is that not one of the questions? No, that is a question. This question sounds so funny. <laughs> so yeah, so I asked that. Um, I met. I finally met this girl. Danny was like kind of talking to, and. I told Danny, I was like, I'm going to ask you this question and we'll see what the answer is. Yeah. I shouldn't say talking to like that. It's just like I was low key interested in. Yeah. I wanted to know more about. Interested in. Yeah. 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 So we weren't at the talking stage yet. Yeah. So mutual interest. And I I found out I was going to meet her at some point during the day. And I was like, 
I'm gonna ask her. I'm gonna ask her that question. What's so special about her? Mm-hmm. And I didn't think I was going to. And then, bro, I put my foot down to ask it. Like she got distracted. <laughs> yeah. When I was asking the question, I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, what's so special about you anyway? <laughs> and I didn't ask in a disrespectful way. What's so special about you? I yeah. Was like, it was like inquisitive, like a naturally curious. Like what's so special about you anyway? Mm-hmm. Like what about you caught Danny's eye? And she she had an opportunity to list off her her qualifications. It was a short list of one. Um, I won't even say what it was because it wasn't <laughs> qualified. Where she's from. Yeah. That's what she listed. And then she turns away from me and she turns to Danny. And she's like, I don't know, Danny. What do you think? Blah, 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 blah. And Danny's like... <laughs> Danny says, well, I don't know how you expect me to know what's so special about you and we haven't been talking for that long. <laughs> Something along those lines. Yeah. Uh, bruh, so she got kind of stranded in that situation because I'm sure she, she thought Danny was going to start listing off like qualities that she has. Like, mm, you're so kind. You're so thoughtful. You listen well. We just like, I don't know how you expect me to know. <laughs> and she couldn't list anything else. So... Even though that that whole question and situation was supposed to be like humorous for us, we were gonna get a kick out of it. We were like, "That's honestly a really good question for, like you said, best friends to ask mm. girls that the other best friend is interested in, yeah, or that they're talking to." Um, because it it kind of it kind of exposes like what they think they're bringing to the relationship, what they think they're putting on the table, and um. And also how well they would even answer that question for like parents and relatives. Because parents and relatives are going to be asking that, assuming the relationship continues. Mm-hmm. Parents, relatives, and friends are going to be asking variations of that question like to the to the female. So if she can't answer it for the best friend, I don't know how she's going to answer it for the inquisitive mom right, or dad. So we just thought that that was a quality question. And then it was funny that like, to go back through the story mm-hmm. and to hear like, hey, yeah, this happened. That's hilarious. Yeah. Justice went through with it. But it's also interesting, like, what would I say? What would like, I'm like, dang, like, what if I was in her shoes, what would I say? Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough question. We couldn't even, we we were kind of like mumbling stuff. We were like, we didn't really even have answers if somebody asked us that. Right. So that's why it's a good question. Well, my answer to her best friend would be pretty straight up and straightforward. Mm-hmm. But her, to her parents is going to be a whole different answer, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not gonna be able to say the answer to her best friend that I'm gonna give to her best friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm gonna mute the mic. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. I thought it was I thought it was bad. My no, bad. no, no, no. Okay. I mean it has a swear in the middle, but it's not like it's bad. Want me to say what oh, I say? Is it your Daniel? Daniel effing Norton. Yeah. What more, do you, what more do you need to know? And that's it. She's like, I mean, that's such a juicy answer. I'm like, yeah, cool. That's fine. That's why I'm talking to your friend, not you. It's you. You say like, you go like, you know, you got a lot to say for a girl I'm not even trying to talk to. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that line is so good. That line is so golden. Oh, that's how you handle like groups of girls, especially when the 
Ah, uh, man. I'm an, mm. No, go for it. Go for when it. When the girl you you're it. not interested in of the group yeah. is trying to protect the one that you are interested in. Yeah. So let's say the one, yeah, the one that's attractive to you mm-hmm. is being being protected by the, the one that's not attractive to you. Like, that's how you handle. She's like, if you're like, oh, can I get your number? And then the friend's like, no, she has a boyfriend. She has this meh, 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 and making all this stuff up. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, I mean, you got a lot to say for a girl I'm not trying to talk to. Mm. And that's a bar. If that doesn't stump them in their shoes, I don't know what will. Yeah. Besides what's so special about you. Right. What was the uh, second question that we had? Ooh. Describe the most high quality person you've been with. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a really, really weird question, but do you kind of want to explain the logic behind it? Yeah. Once again, this comes from Master Gill, my absolute (laughs) master of breaking down relationships and all that. Um, So... Yeah, the question is like, what was the highest quality relationship or describe the mo- the highest quality relationship you've been in, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> and this is basically, this is more like in the talking stage, you guys are kind of getting serious and you can yeah. be comfortable asking things along the lines of this. Mm-hmm. The reason for asking it would be, what does he or she say about the people they've dated? Because mm-hmm. if it's only, oh, I've never dated anybody high quality. Yeah. I've only been in terrible relationships. Mm-hmm that's a concern because mm-hmm. that's all you're going to turn this relationship no matter how great this relationship goes and ends up yeah. no matter what you're somehow going to turn it into the most terrible thing mm-hmm. possible and don't get me wrong if she's only had he or she's only had one relationship where the person like abused her just a terrible person overall mm-hmm. i understand that that makes sense but if you've had a few if they've had a few relationships and they can only say negative things about or they can't even tell you one high quality thing good thing you know that after you two are done, she's going to tell everybody about your relationship as the same thing as the past mm. ones do, mm-hmm. right? And there's obviously more examples you know more than, than I do in this situation. Yeah. And that's, oh, it kind of comes from like, there was this TikTok I saw where, um, and this applies to both genders again, but we're talking about girls, so I don't care what the feedback is on this. So there was this TikTok where it's like, so how come like every ex from every girl is toxic? Like, where are the good men? Mm. And I was like, huh, that is interesting. Because the women, at least that I've interacted with, um, in whatever capacity, they do have a tendency to, to like like Danny said, talk only negatively about past relationships. Mm-hmm. And in general, past relationships and exes aren't things I want to know about or learn about, mm-hmm. friend or whatever kind of relationship we're in. I just don't care. Like, it's not important to me. Um <clears throat> And I think you're just resurfacing feelings and ideas you had at the time that will just manifest themselves in the relationship, mm-hmm. especially the negative ones. And then you're going to ruin the relationship. So, so no, I'm not down for that. But like when, when, when females do talk about their past relationships, they tend to talk about only the negatives. Like, oh, he was toxic. And there are plenty of, plenty. There are multiple people I know who have access saying that they were toxic and they weren't toxic. So that seems to be like the go-to word to just kind of do away with the whole explanation of how the relationship started, how it ended, what went wrong, what went right. What was um, what was my part in the yeah, tox- what was, toxicity, what was, whatever. What was my part in the end of the relationship? It just If you just say the word toxic, it kind of throws the entire thing away. It's like, ah, she was mistreated. It's mm-hmm. okay. So asking that question isn't a, 
oh, so you've been with a lot of people or it isn't uh oh, so what people have you been with? It's a, can you speak positively about somebody that once held a place in your life? Mm. There was a reason you became, you got into a relationship with them or a situation with them. There was something positive that you saw in them. You don't, while there are different traits that women are attracted to that aren't necessarily the most, um, like nice, there are still, still like no woman's going to go for a guy she knows is going to treat her absolutely horribly. Mm-hmm. So there was something there. And if a relationship went on for a period of time, there was something there. So the point of the question is to get her to talk positively about her past relationships and at the same time you learn things that she enjoyed about people or about the relationship and that way you know how to interact with her in certain ways Mm -hmm. so if she's like if you're like okay what's the most high quality relationship you've been in she's like oh i was with this one guy and he would get me flowers once a month randomly or he would always open the car door for me or he always had these really creative ideas for dates that didn't cost any money like we would go to the mm. park we would go to these different spots or like he just really listened to me and he would ask me questions that showed that he was engaged different things like that like those are really small things but you you can learn a lot from the individual from those like little pieces mm. and how they interact in relationships so both of those questions are really good questions to just gather information on somebody. I think. Yeah. <clears throat> and they're pretty funny to ask too at a, at a <laughs> in a situation where you don't really care where it goes. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> what's the most what's the most high quality thing you could say? And that's a tough one too cuz it puts them on the spot. Mm-hmm. And you get their instant reaction from it. And you can, if you're smart enough, like, you're not like, oh, that was, that, that's all. She's like, oh, he was toxic. He was a terrible guy. But if you let it sit for a little bit longer, you're like, no, no, like, what really was mm-hmm. the relationship like? Like, think back. What was the most positive part of it? Mm-hmm. And it could be something that seems negative. Mm-hmm. So, for example, she could say, <clears throat> this would be, like, a really like the best case scenario from a negative relationship she has if she's like i was really needy and i clung to him and i made him i made my happiness be as a result of him Mm -hmm. and the most positive thing from that relationship while it wasn't really that great of a relationship overall i learned to be my own source of my own happiness Mm -hmm. not cling to somebody in hopes that they are the provider of my happiness Mm -hmm. i'd be like okay Obviously, the chances of me getting that answer from somebody it, are s- zero to none. Yeah, right. <laughs> I've I there's some there's some girls I could see myself getting that answer from. Uh-huh. Do I see myself ever asking having to ask them that question though? Sure, it might come mm-hmm. up, but sometimes you're just like, I don't need to ask them this question. Yeah, I think it's. It's not a you must ask this question from <laughs> before. It's not two a, questions to ask yeah, every, every it's relationship. Not, it's not any of those YouTube advice videos. It's like two questions to ask before you even consider dating a girl. It's just like even for girls you're not interested in, like at all. For mm-hmm. friends, for just females who are important, hold an important place in your life. Like these are just interesting questions to ask, and you, like I said, you can learn so much from them and the way that they carry themselves in relationships the way that they carry themselves period based on the first question um from these questions so i don't think it should be only limited to uh if you're dating her thinking of dating her 
But I also think that these questions are probably best asked early on when like the stakes are low. <laughs> and mm. like, like you say, you just don't care. Hopefully you don't care up to farther than just the first two weeks. Um, and you just let things happen. But I don't think you should ask these of, of your fiance or, well, maybe actually you should. I don't know. I'm indecisive, but I feel like the, the reaction is unimportant to you. If you ask them yeah. at a stage where <clears throat> the relationship is unimportant to you. Mm. So that's my two cents. Thank you, Master Gill. <laughs> Master Gill, what does it mean when the girl? <laughs> I won't tell the whole story on this one, but there was a situation where like something happened where I went, mm-hmm. I went uh, somewhere with the girl, whatever, blah blah blah. I didn't. I've never experienced the situation that occurred. Uh-huh. I've never been in this situation before, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't know what this means. Yeah, I don't really feel like formulating this in this moment. And I was. I texted. Jay Gill, I was like, Master Gill, what does it mean when this girl, when a girl does this? And yeah. My man sent me a f- three to four minute video, <laughs> fully explained it. And I was, I was dying laughing, but at the same time, I was well informed. Yeah. I was like, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense to me. I Now I understand. How, how helpful did it end up being? Like, did it really explain anything or did it like give you a new lens in the situation? Or was it kind of like, oh, this is helpful information? It all? was the the lacking romantic interest i was like that one seems obvious but the one about um she's just not comfortable or mm-hmm. she's just nervous or something like that i didn't even think i didn't even consider that my brain went right to the negativity mm-hmm. of it and i was like oh yeah that makes sense if she's just uncomfortable or something mm-hmm. that makes sense to me yeah i would i would not do the same but i would understand what she's coming from mm-hmm. so yes i was enlightened <laughs> it's so funny because i have I'm going to go out on a limb mm-hmm. and say I have way less experience than you do. <laughs> like, way, way less. Um, but, like, the way that Danny, like, still listens to me when I'm giving advice, like, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's so funny. And then actually when, like, the shit. Oh, man, I just swore. <laughs> Who cares? When the stuff. Man, see, now I'm going to start swearing more. When the stuff actually makes sense. Yeah. Like, with the hair color situation. It's like there were so many bits and pieces I gathered over like months and even years of like studying that situation and to put it all together. It's like this actually makes sense now. So I'm willing yeah. to give this theory on to other people. Dude, can we explain that? Have we ever explained that in the podcast? No. We'll do the history thing next week. I think we just keep going with this because this, okay. is, this is a deep one. Yeah. All right. This blew my doors off, everybody. <laughs> every, every, every person... Every guy we've told this to, wait, hold on, do we want to expose this, this secret? This one secret that every guy can take advantage of? I feel like, because we're not exposing things about, like, guys, we're exposing things for guys to learn, so yeah. I think it's fine. If we were, like, oh, like, told them, like, a deeply held secret that men have that have never told women, that's different. Okay. But, okay. And this might help some females reconsider some of their decisions. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Exactly. All right, do you want to explain it? Uh, if you want to set the groundwork for it, then I can kind of explain the reasoning behind it. Okay. Um, you just let me know. Yeah. I think I have a good, good idea of where you want me to stop. Mm -hmm. So this idea was gifted to me last fall, probably actually last fall or spring. Yeah. And so basically it's along the lines of girls dyeing their hair, Mm -hmm. right? 
why do they do it? What's yeah. the what's the reason behind it? And I was always because it came after an interaction mm-hmm. with a certain girl that dyed her hair, and I was like, why does it always seem like these girls change their hair to this color? And justice laid this this law this 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 law. It's not even a rule. It's a law, <laughs> the law of the universe that <laughs> just blew my mind. Cause I was just like, oh my god. Eight laws to spiritual success instead of seven. Dude, I was like, oh my god, that makes sense. So when uh. this basically the background is is girls dyeing their hair, but it's mostly blonde girls dyeing their hair brunette. Mm-hmm. Master Giller, you may take the floor. Okay, so first off, there are people who dye their hair just to dye their hair. Like I know, I I know some people, and then there are people, I'm sure that I don't know who, just see like hair dye as something fun to experiment with. Mm-hmm. Um, so these people, these separate outliers, aren't a part of the conversation. We're talking about the crux of it. So blonde girls are the crux of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the reasoning is this. Blonde girls, more often than not, dye their hair as a result of a past relationship. And it can be in two different ways. So one is a self-exploration way mm-hmm. where they say, or, or where they think, I'm guessing, I'm going to explore a new part of me. Or this is a new part of me that I can explore. So I'm going to dye. I'm going to go from blonde to brunette. I'm going to go from blonde to pink or purple or green. <laughs> And then the other one is a reaction to the partner they had. Mm. So I, I know this for a fact, and I've seen it in other relationships, where a guy and a girl will get into a relationship, right? And the girl will pose the idea of dyeing her hair in the relationship at some <laughs> point. And most guys, you call it insecure, call it whatever you want. Most guys will be like, no, I like you the way you are. You don't have to dye your hair. Mm-hmm. And after the relationship ends, whatever happens, the girl will dye her hair out of rebellion. (laughs) (laughs) But out of, out of, um, despising her past partner. Mm. So first that one is just so bad because if you're for the, for the women who dye their hair because their ex partner told them not to, First off, the idea of dyeing your hair probably came from a partner before that Mm -hmm. because he said he didn't like the idea. Second, why is that partner still holding that big of a piece of your life? Why is he holding pretty much you hostage to the point where you're going to do things as a reaction to him? He isn't in your life anymore. Mm. Why are you doing things out of reaction to him? And the dangerous piece isn't that. Like Women can react post relationship however they want the dangerous thing is when they do that and then they interact with new guys and then the whole cycle just continues to repeat so the girl will go from blonde to brunette and then interact with new guys and these guys are like figure out oh she used to be blonde like why does she keep changing her hair that relationship and she changes her hair again Mm. and the cycle just continues because instead of processing the relationship processing what went wrong or what went badly um she'll just dye her hair and change her style and assume that that's a new Mm. a new person um, and then the self-exploration thing is, is a, is another piece of it where instead of looking internally and saying, okay, the relationship went a wire because of these different beliefs, these different behaviors, these different things that I did or these things that we did collectively. Mm-hmm. And so I can change those things. I can change this belief of just like constant negativity 
this investment in mm. negative situations. I can change that about myself. I can change these different things. I can change the way I interact with people in general. I can be more kind. I can do these things. Instead of looking internally, she'll say, you know what? The best way to manifest change in my life is to change my external circumstances. Mm. So I'm going to dye my hair. I'm going to go from blonde to black. I'm going to go from blonde to pink or purple. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to change my style and maybe even change my friend group. And that's going to produce a change in me. And it never does. Mm. It never does. Because again, it's in some, some twisted, messed up way, it's relating to a past relationship. Instead of it coming from a natural place or coming from a place you're just like, you know what? Fudge it. I'm just going to change my hair because I want to. Yeah. Like anything like, or get my hair cut or anything like that. It all it comes from like a past relationship or a past partner or from uh, a very dim understanding of what change looks like in your life. Yeah. So, so my, my reasoning was that's the, that's the backbone of the theory and the implementation of it is first off, like be cautious of like just blonde girls in general. because, mm -hmm. <laughs> And some of it's joking. Some of it's like real, but that that's the first piece is like, be cautious of like blonde girls because contrary to popular belief and contrary to like belief in cinema, they're a lot crazier than, than the bombshell blondes of the early 2000s. So, mm. and the reason why you think that blondes are this super attractive thing is because the media shaped the way that you perceive beauty and the way that you perceive women. So that's, mm. that's the core of it. And it's because of the early 2000s, late nineties. Um, second, um, when, when women dye their hair, either that you're interacting with now or as a result of past relationships you've had, mm. no, it's, it's your fault. <laughs> like Danny, say if like an ex from four years ago, well, I won't say four years ago, let's say you had, let's pretend you had an ex a year ago. Okay. And like right now she dyed her hair and she put like pink streaks in it. She was blonde. It's because of you, bro. I'm sorry, but it's because of you. And she's, and it's because you said at some point you communicated that you weren't comfortable with the idea of her dyeing her hair. Oh yeah. And it could have been because you were insecure. It could have been because you said, you know what? I just like you the way you are. You don't have to change for me. Right. Like uh, there's still pieces of you. I want to explore that don't require you to change. So it could be that. And <clears throat> she changed her hair because of you there's i can speak from personal experience but i'll avoid that mm. different friends we've we've interacted with as well like they've noticed exes of theirs dye their hair right after they end a relationship mm. and it's i explained it to them i explained my theory and they're like you know what that makes a lot of sense like mm. it does and like they'd interact with girls who recently changed their hair color and not really understand why the relationship was just so bad, why it was so toxic, why it was this confusing and just combustion of just like nonsense all around. Yeah. It's, and it's because of that. It's because they're still living in a previous relationship while defaming and decrying the name of their exes and saying, oh, this person was so toxic, this person was so this. They're still living in that relationship. They're still living in the light of that person or that relationship mm -hmm. instead of changing themselves like genuine internal change genuine eternal self-reflection um and then acting on that self-reflection so that's kind of the theory mm. more or less is that um again watch out for girls with dyed hair it's okay if <laughs> this is where like the, the more of the humor comes in it's okay if you want to like talk to her for a couple weeks if you want to maybe date her for a couple months 
but like long-term relationships it's it's yeah. not an amazing idea just because they aren't ready for that relationship whether or not they say they are whether or not you believe they are because they treat you so well or because they do this they're not ready because they're still living in the light of a past relationship and not from a here's a lesson i learned let me change my behavior but from a i'm acting out against this person when they don't even know what i'm doing anymore they aren't in my life anymore mm. like if they were like oh i learned to be more patient i learned to not be clingy in a relationship that's living in the light of a relationship but that's learning a lesson and then implementing it mm. there's no lesson learned in dying your hair so that's living in the light of and trying to act out of mm. rebellion and just anger or whatever the negative emotion you have towards that person mm. so so yeah that's that's kind of the theory it's like avoid long-term relationships feel free to interact with them have friends like that and just date them even but long-term relationships go for girls that don't dye their hair yeah <laughs> <laughs> don't dye their hair <clears throat> ever yeah sorry mom <laughs> and that's <what> <laughs> And that was a funny thing because like past generation is a completely different thing. We're talking about like this generation. Yeah. And like maybe even millennials too. This but. this generation is, is the major one. Um, yeah. We have to wrap it up in a second, but this generation is, is the main one that dyes their hair to think that they're a different person. Mm -hmm. The funniest one is, is when it, the girl, they break up and the guy starts liking brunettes unless she's blonde and then she dyes her hair to brunette. Yeah. <laughs> that's. That's see the, that's the worst one that's the that's so bad and that's an even like brunettes like she dates a guy and then she dyes her hair blonde because yeah, he starts liking blondes because he's dating a blonde or he was with a blonde for yeah. a little bit and he likes blondes because he's sick of brunettes but she's like let me be blonde so he's not sick of me uh, all of it's bad bro it's that's even more of reactions to like past relationships uh, yeah yeah so now you guys know gentlemen watch out there you go and woman same thing mm -hmm. watch out yeah yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It's definitely a relationship-based one. Um, I really have nothing to say. I'm blown away still by this <laughs> this concept. It really, this law. I'm definitely titling this the law of girls dyeing their hair or something like that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, this has been a funny-ass episode. Yeah. I just swore. That's all right, though. It's one, okay. one in one. <laughs> two, more two and two. Oh, sh yeah, yeah, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> almost three and two yeah um i yeah, hope you guys enjoyed and um real quick 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 mention uh we'll link it in the bio in the description and we'll, we'll be talking more about this but our merchandise mm. so we'll be sending post, posting a link to uh, a website for that mm -hmm. putting up on our stories so just stay tuned for that and um you guys already know we have some merch so oh, yeah let us know Anything else, Jay Gill? Uh, nah, just give us, if you guys experience anything or like learn something from this or maybe learn something and implement it, which is even better, just let us know. Mm -hmm. and, uh, if you've seen relationships <laughs> going that way, just let us know. It'd be funny to like collect more data on it. Yeah. So. Yeah, collect some more research. Oh, yeah. All right, boys and girls and dogs and fish and cats mm -hmm. and uh, potentially one dragon. We... um from uh italy we hope you guys enjoyed this podcast don't know why i said italy but um this has been acg mm -hmm. i'm daniel wyatt norton and i'm justice gill see you guys next time mm -hmm.
see the curtains hanging in the window In the evening on a Friday night Little light is shining through the window Let's me know everything's alright Summer breeze makes me feel fine Blowing through the jasmine in my mind Summer breeze makes me feel fine Blowing through the jasmine in my See the paper laying on the sidewalk A little music from the house next door So I walk on up to the doorstep Through the screen and across the floor Ooh. Summer breeze makes me feel fine Going through the jasmine in my mind Days of summer, the jasmine's in bloom. July is dressed up and playing her tune. And I come home from a hard day's work, and you're waiting there. I care in the world. See the smile waiting in the kitchen, food cooking on the plates for two. Feel the arms that reach out to hold me In the evening when the day is through